friends, and happy Cinco de Mayo. My name is Sarah, and we are so thrilled that you have decided to join us on this adventure. Today on episode one of The Tiki Room, you will hear a little bit about Elizabeth and me and our Disney adventures. We hope you enjoy. So we've started a podcast. We're doing it. And it's called The Tiki Room. The Tiki Room. And we did that because, um, one, that is a classic experience of the Magic Kingdom. But two, our goal was that we would have a Disney-related drink with every podcast that we do, and we were going to report on that. So today, Sarah and I picked MXD Cocktail Co. Margarita in a can, and it looks like it has the Taco Bell... Chihuahua. Chihuahua on the can. Wearing some aviators. And a Hawaiian print shirt, and it is a pre-mixed cocktail. Cheers. Cheers. Mm. I mean, I don't hate it. I don't hate it either. I'll drink that. Yeah. Does it remind you of Mexico? So Epcot? I would say no. <laughs> I don't even taste the tequila. I don't. I feel like this is just like a poolside drink. Yeah. With a little bit of. It's like a Sprite hmm. with alcohol. What's your favorite margarita in Mexico? You're going to think this is weird, but I don't like you tequila. Don't like tequila. <laughs> I will drink a margarita, like a like a Chili's. A Chili's with your quesadilla explosion salad. A hundred percent. But like, I will not. I don't. I don't. I don't know what it is. So I don't. You've never gotten. No, I have. You have. But I don't. I couldn't tell you what what flavor I, I ordered and what I liked. I love the the margaritas. If you go into Mexico. The margaritas. Like that stand? Yes, there's a stand. Like right next Just to the... San Angelin. Yes. Yes. So um, where they have the three caballeros. Yes. Yes. So they have three different margaritas, but then you can get all three of them layered. Also. Okay. That's delicious. <laughs> okay. Do you put stuff on your rim? No. Yeah. I'm not into that. I'm not, what I'm was... That. There's one in it that's got like spicy... Yes. And I didn't know. So I didn't know you could not order it on there. Ugh. And I took a nice little sip and I was like, this has got to go. <laughs> no more. Did you do that at Food and Wine? Or did you do that when you were like at, at dinner there? Uh, no, I did that. It, it was at it was at one of the. One of the Food and Wine. One of the Food and yeah. Wine things. Yeah. Yeah. I remember that one. Um, one of the people I went with got that. And they were not pleased, but other people loved it. Yeah. I think if you like spicy food and smoky, it was like spiky, yes. spicy yes. and smoky. Yes. I, that. I, one of the things about cocktails at Disney is I feel like everything's pre-mixed, so it's yes. extra sweet. Yes. So if you are drinking your way around the world, you have to stay hydrated yes. it's because it's just too sugary. It's too sugary. You have to switch. Yes. Cocktail water. Yes. Yes. Um, and I don't even... 100% agree. Yeah, I don't even think that it's like a... Um, like my alcohol tolerance, I feel like it's pretty reasonable. Mm-hmm. And I don't even think it's the alcohol that's the issue. It's just the sugar content. It's the sugar. In it. Yeah. Listen, the sugar and it's, salt at Disney that you're uh, going to consume on a trip, uh, 
you will pay for it. Yeah. You will pay for it when you get home. So you better be ready. And let me tell you, the calories that you burn from your 15,000 steps or whatever you do walking around the park does not justify it. it. It's not. It's not. People think I'm getting my steps in. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It means nothing. You are taking in a lot of sugar and salt. Yes. It's delicious, but it makes a difference. Yes. This podcast is debuting on... Cinco de Mayo. Yes. We're going to release it on Cinco de Mayo. So yes. happy Cinco de Mayo, happy everyone. Cinco de Mayo. Right after May the 4th be with you. Which is Sarah's birthday. My birthday. It is. So, yeah, I would say that this drink, um, if I were to drink it, mm-hmm. um, not in a podcast time, mm-hmm. I would be by a pool and I'd probably dilute it with some water because this, mm-hmm. like all Disney drinks, is extra sugary. And I'm not a, like, I like sweet. Mm-hmm. I would like to make it very clear that I'm not a calorie counter. Yes. I don't, I like eat and drink as I please, but it's pretty sweet, but I'll, I'll take it. But with like a soda water, right? Yeah, you, probably. You think like a tap water or like a soda water? I don't know. I don't do soda water. You don't do soda no, water. I'm a weird, don't you know I'm weird? I thought we knew each other better than this. Yeah, I don't Maybe like the take of it. Ta- tonic water and club soda, I like cannot handle the taste of it. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Well, I'm going to try something like this um, with water next time and see what it does. Yeah. Because maybe it'll be yeah not as sweet. Yeah. So today, we are talking about <clears throat> why we're even doing this podcast. Yes. I'm very excited. Yes. Um, why don't you go first? Why, what was your, you know, we, well, we met just a few years ago. Yes. Um, our kids are, we're in preschool together, and then we discovered our mutual love of Disney. Yes. You know, your experience and my experience growing up were very different, but I want to hear, and I want the listeners to hear your experience (laughs) because I love your experience. So, um, yes, our kids, I have a just turned seven this weekend, first grader and a pre-K four and Sarah's kids are, she also has a pre-K four, a first grader, and then a third grader. Yes. So our her bottom two and my two are the same age, which is really fun. And um, so my Disney experience, I grew up going to Disney from um, as a small child. My parents, my dad specifically, was at Disney at the very beginning. Mm-hmm. And um, he and he was like 12. I think like I have he has footage of the monorail ride from the contemporary to the Magic Kingdom, and it's amazing looking at, one, his poor quality of videography skills, <laughs> um, but also how much of Disney is the same, but also has changed. Like, it's crazy. Yes. So um, It was just the contemporary back then, right? Yeah, like, there was no Grand no Floridian. Um, the campground was in, okay. and my dad grew up going to the campground, which is what I grew up going to. And we would stay, like we would tent camp until my mom got pregnant with my sister. And my mom was like, I ain't, I'm not doing this now. I'm all finished. I'm done. Done with that. <laughs> so then we got a pop-up camper and then we upgraded to an RV. And um, But the Disney campground was my experience. And we went all the time. We had annual passes. And back then they like, you paid what you paid, the, like you paid what you paid the year before. So like. My parents' annual passes were probably like fifty dollars. Yes. Not really. Sorry, Disney, if that's false news, but they paid a different. It's you crazy. Just, you got to renew the same price. Yes, yeah. So we all were annual pass holders, and I, I mean, one year 
we were down there every weekend and we didn't even go into the park. We just stayed at the campground. And I feel like I need to clarify with everyone that I'm not a Chaco wearer. I do not sleep in a hammock. (laughs) I don't judge people that do. Sarah does. I do. I wear Chacos. Elizabeth wears Lily Pulitzer. Yeah. I just. We're very different and that's fine. Yes. It's great. Actually, we celebrate that. Yes. But you love to camp. I love to camp and I love the campground. I love the campground at Disney. It's bougie enough. Um, Not bougie enough for my husband, but. (laughs) Not bougie enough (laughs) for your husband. But it is. So my experience was very different in that sense. And, um. You know, my both of my 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 dad's dad was in the building and in construction. So he had clients and um, um, contractors who were working on Disney as they were building, which gave us some really cool perspectives. And um, my other grandfather was in the insurance industry and he had like Disney was one of his clients customers I don't know what the right word is so he got like he'll tell you all about his underground Disney experience and which is you can now do but he you know real backstage at all times that's amazing yeah and I'm just we're just we are only on the we just we I've never been underground You've never done like the keys. Never the done. Kingdom. No, I was just thinking okay. about that. Yeah, I've never done. We need that. to do that. We do need to do that. That'd I've always heard of that. I was. I'm nervous. It will ruin your experience. Yeah, but now that we've been so many times, yeah. Um, I don't think it will. Yeah, I think it'll enhance it. And enhance. Yes. Yeah. So, so that's, that's my experience. Okay. Did they have? Because now when you go to the campgrounds, I mean, they have golf carts you can rent. Yes. They have got, you know, people bring their bikes or you can rent bikes or something like that. Did they have that back then? So they have, so the cabins have always been there. Okay. Which I recommend. I also should plug in right here. I um, am a Disney travel agent. Yes. Through years of experience. And I did that because I was planning people's trips beforehand. Yes. And I was like, I might as well. It's like it's no additional cost for you to book through me. I just get to do it mm-hmm. and whatever. In a, in a more um, official way. Official way. And it just kind of, you know, yeah. it, it gives you the experience to, yes. to do things um, with other people. Yes. Because you work with kind of a team, too. Yes. So you get, you get to have that experience yes. as well. Yes. So I so the cabins, which are like a tiny house experience, um, you know, those have always been there. And then the camp ground itself they've always had the horseback riding experience um which is what it is um the golf carts were there probably half they weren't always there okay and um bikes we always brought our bikes always brought our bikes yeah and it was fun i mean there's like a park at each little loop and i mean we it was a great way to meet kids back in the 90s you know now i feel like you can't do that but i know Throw it back. Sweet time in life. <laughs> yes. So, um, but yeah, that was my childhood experience. What's what was your childhood experience like? So, Sarah? so mine was different because I um, <clears throat> I went maybe once when I was when I was little. I think I, I have a picture of us there as a family at Magic Kingdom when I was young. I mean, and I say young, not baby. You know, I was definitely maybe in in elementary school, so I think I was maybe in kindergarten, first grade. Okay. Um, And we went one time, and I loved it. And then once I was able to kind of 
save my money on, on my own, um, or ask for Christmas presents, I would go like once a year with my, with some of my friends. So the first time I went back, uh, was with my friend in, in middle school, my friend Ashley, and I have pictures of me, um, of me at like Mickey's Toontown. Yeah. You know, yeah. That was throwback Thursday. That is so throwback. I that know. talking about nineties. I know. I totally forgot when I went back as an adult, I forgot that even existed yeah. until I went through some of my stuff that my mom brought and I was looking through pictures. I was like, I forgot about yeah. that place. Yeah. Or what was the other ride? What was it? Twenty thousand leagues under the sea. Yes. Yeah. And mm-hmm. that's RIP. That's, that's now where Little Mermaid is. Yes. I yeah. see with Little Mermaid. Um you know, so I went back in middle school and I would go a couple times a year, um, or no, a couple times in middle school, um, and just go for the day because mm-hmm. we lived an hour and a half away okay. from Disney. Um, so it was super convenient, but I never really thought about going there and staying for a vacation that, that didn't really register to me. Right. You, you went there for the day and I knew that there were hotels around, but I didn't really appreciate people staying on property. Okay. You know, when you drive in, you see hotels everywhere. Yes. So I didn't appreciate any of that. Which is like a typical Floridian thing. I feel like we're both from, I'm from Jacksonville. Sarah is originally from. I'm from Land O'Lakes, which is just north of Tampa. So it's, it's really close to Disney. It's not far. They're on the south side of Disney. And that is, so Jacksonville is like two plus hours away. Mm -hmm. Um, Land Lakes is like she said, an hour, an hour and a half. And so that, that I feel like that's the typical Floridian response where yes. you just kind of go in and you leave, mm-hmm. which is, which is doable. Um, but I, but I feel like kind of like my experiences or my childhood experience, you can go to the resort and not even do Disney and have a elaborate experience without even walking into the park because that is how the park I mean that is how the resorts are set up yes like no matter where you're staying right um you know you can do Disney and Disney captivated that concept very well of going on property and physically staying on property for the entity of your trip yes and enjoying every aspect of it so well and especially you know if we discuss this outside of COVID right yes so currently I have a hard time paying for the on-property experience just because there's not quite as much, unless there's an awesome pool. Yeah. So as a Florida resident, as a Florida resident, um, I'm saying I don't want to go right now unless there's a good deal and I can really, um, kind of figure out what other activities we can do if we're not going to go into the parks right for the convenience of going into the parks and staying on property and just being at a disney resort it's absolutely wonderful yeah but if we're not going to go in the parks and we're just going to be at the resort i mean during covid it's it's not there are some things missing yes but outside of covid which i think you know disney made a big announcement and I'm very excited about it. Did you know? I, I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> um, I think this is the beginning of, you know, coming out of this a little bit. They're saying that we can start taking off our masks when we're outside to take a picture. Oh, praise. Right? Praise. Right? And I feel a little bit pathetic, yeah. right? That yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah. well, one that's thing. It. But it 
Disney is a stickler about a mask. Yes. I mean, I, whenever I we go a mask. with my husband, you better have that on. It is constantly like, let's take, it's like a, everybody bets how many times they're going to call Elizabeth out on not pulling her mask up all the way. And I'll like, it'll just be on the tip of my nose. Mm-hmm. And they're like, ma'am, pull it up. Whatever. To be fair, you have a child size face. Yes. So it's hard. And I'm a child. Yes. So, <laughs> so it's, it's like the same. So you have to have it. Yeah, you, know, you have it a certain way, but they do love a mask. But now they're saying you can take it off for outdoor photos as long as you're stationary and social distant and everything. But for me, I'm like, OK, we're trying to we're starting to get out of this. Yeah. So I can look forward to going to the resort and just being there for yes. the resort experience. Because, yeah. uh, I mean, I didn't grow up going to resorts or anything like that. Actually, my family never vacationed. We oh. never went on a vacation. So my mom, you know, was working yeah. a lot and we were just not in that situation where we we're going to vacation. So um, I didn't understand like a resort experience or anything, yeah. but people talk about that. And I was like, oh, well, that's what you can do at Disney. Yes. You can definitely stay on property and be at one of those resorts and not even walk into a park. Right. Um, but so my experience going to Disney was just day trips. Yes. And then when I got to high school, my friends and I, we kept going and we would go during Christmas because it was all decorated. Yeah. Was so beautiful, so pretty. And then when I graduated, I never went back really because, you know, I was in college, and then I got married after college. And then once I moved to Jacksonville, um, my in-laws they wanted to go to Disney with the grandkids and us. And so, I mean, it probably been ten years, maybe less. Yeah. But no, maybe not. No. Yeah, because I was about twenty-seven. When I had my first child, and I didn't go since high school, so yeah. it's probably like ten years. Yeah. So so much had changed. Yeah. And your oldest was two when you went. My oldest was two, and I had our middle child, Sydney. She was in uh, an ergo yeah. most of the time, and so we and we stayed at the Grand Floridian, and so that experience, you know, next polar to, opposite, polar <laughs> opposite to my day trip from Lane yes. Lakes. You know, so it was polar opposite and it was wonderful. And since then, I have just been hooked. Yeah. I thought this is exactly our family lives two and a half hours from this. Yeah. People come all over the world to yeah. go to Disney. Um, and I was like, we this is so much fun yeah. to do as a family. Yeah, that's what. And now so my husband is from South Carolina and he I don't think he ever went to. I think maybe he went to Disney once as a child and that was not he was like, this is I think that it was like a check check mark for them to go right. to Disney. And um so he's like unenthused by it and Sad. I mean he is he is quite the Disney character, let me tell you. He doesn't hate it. Like he will go and entertain the children and my desire to go to Disney World. But he is like it's better be a five star experience. Right. And so he wants the five star resort and he wants the high end food yes. and the drinks to go along with it. Which is fine. Which I do. Which is great, honey. I do love Vacation yes. Scott. Yes. Vacation Scott Vacation is, Scott's fun. Is in it to win it <laughs> at all times. And, um, but so it, that has kind of changed my perspective of Disney because we were, like I said, like kind of like laissez-faire Disney. Yes. If that makes sense. Like go, have fun, do what you need to do. Yes whatever and so go as often as we wanted and now with my husband kind of limiting that experience I I feel like it's more of a um regimented yes experience which is fine and that's one of the reasons why we 
started this podcast is because we feel like Disney is misrepresented yes. in terms of how you can do Disney. Mm-hmm. Um, like, it's so commercialized now, and I think Disney did that to him- themselves by, like, making everything so big and flashy and constant mm-hmm. at all times. And one of the things that I have from clients in particular is I've never gone to Disney. The last time I went was when I was 10 and people keep telling me, oh, I need to do this, 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 and this. And it's, I, that overwhelms me. And my response is to just slow down and take it in. Mm -hmm. And Sarah's concept of Disney with kids is a little bit different than mine because they, they do go more than we go. Yes. And Sarah is like, if the, if the, if the line has a short enough, or if the ride has a short enough line, we'll stand in it. Mm-hmm. You know, know that if we can't do it this time, we can do it next time and it's fine. Whereas my kids, and I think as they get older, it'll be fine. I don't know. Maybe not with my daughter. But they are pretty <laughs> much so like, we want to do all of our favorite things. Yes. Since, and I think that that's just a recent concept. That's what we were talking about before this. Yes. For my daughter, you know. Three years ago, it was fine if we just did Magic Kingdom Mm -hmm. because, shoot, two weeks later, we'd end up back at the park. Right, right. Whereas now it's like a one, you know, four times a year she gets to go to Disney. So Mm -hmm. it's, which I know sounds pathetic that we say that only four times a year we get to go to Disney. Yes. But, um, (laughs) but from the perspective of an annual pass holder, someone that lives just a couple hours away. Yes. Um, you know, that is, you want to get, you know, bang for your buck. And while your kids are little, you want to go there as often as you can. Now I say, I'll say you, you all go and you do it really well and really, you know, you go and you stay for a few days. Yes. Yeah. And so when I go, you know, I might go for a day trip with my kids or just stay the night, you know, one night. Yeah. Um, and we have friends down there that we stay with. So often financially, it's really not, terrible for yeah. us to go down and visit with our friends and our friends are pass holders too. Right. So we get to stay with them and then we go the next day for just the day. Yeah. And then, you know, a month later, you'll do it again. We'll do it again. Yeah. 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 And that's where that is true because, and that's the thing that I tell people is that you can, especially if you're staying, which is where, when, where my clients come in, they, they are staying for at least two nights. Yes. And I, you can do all of the things in a three day period. Mm -hmm. You just have to give yourself, you have to give yourself grace and you have to give yourself time to know what you're getting yourself into, which is again, why we started this podcast. Yes. Um, you know, I, like I said earlier, I think that Disney really misrepresented themselves by, you know, making the characters, you have, you have to have a fast pass to meet a character. Mm -hmm. They've announced parade times, which I know you miss the parades. I do miss a parade. I do. I miss a nighttime parade. Yeah. I I mean, Disney... I love a nighttime parade. Yeah. And it is like the kids experience it at Disney is so like watching our children's faces is so sweet and magical. Like it really does. It really is. It really is a magical place and watching them experience is really sweet. Yes. Um, But that. Yeah. So Disney, you had to have a fast pass to get to meet a character. Yes. Like concepts like that. COVID has taken that away, Mm -hmm. which has really allowed Disney to go back to kind of how it was. It used to be like if you were standing right here in this corner and Mickey happened to be there, you could go up, you could go up to him and Mm -hmm. it was fine. But now it's, 
you know, Mickey has a set place where he is and you have to have a fast pass. And Mm -hmm. they do have characters out in a non-COVID time. But, you know, you know that Winnie the Pooh is going to be right here. Right. And so. So the line. There's there's always a line versus like pop up pop-up Mickey and Minnie mm-hmm. or pop-up characters. And so I think that that concept of Disney has made it very intense. And a lot of people who go have a very overwhelming experience. And I don't think that it's necessary, which is why we started this podcast. Yes. Because we think that you can go and have a very enjoyable time and, um, and not be overwhelmed by it. Right. And I will say, so... I think that Disney's purpose of making it so um, there are so many things to do and they do it you know, very well, but they make it overwhelming. And when people talk about doing it, they are thinking, I'm going to do this because it is so expensive. And if you're flying, you have to save for a while mm-hmm. and then go. And you're thinking once or maybe twice in my kid's. Um, kind of childhood, we're going to do this. Whereas Disney, that is not what they're trying to do. They're trying to, they're trying to create so much for someone. So you can't do it all one time. Yeah. Yeah. They want you to come back. Yeah. So I do think that um, people get overwhelmed, though, that when you say Disney has misrepresented the whole experience, I think that where they kind of have missed the mark is because they have made it so we're going to create so much that you can't just do this in one trip. But then that can backfire because people just get overwhelmed and say, well, we can only do this one time. And so we're going to do it all and we're going to exhaust ourselves and that's it. Yeah. Whereas if uh, I would love for us and which is why we're doing this, I would love to be able to help people uh, break it up a little bit. Mm -hmm. So it's it is a little more cost, you know cost effective, right. I guess, so they can do it a couple of times at least. Uh, but also you don't have to do it all. Even if you're just going yeah. once, I mean, yeah. is that, that sounds terrible, but you don't have to, you're do not going to like it all, right? You're not going to like mean, it all. It's just like going to a restaurant. You're going to look at the menu and you're not going to, they're not, you're not going to like everything that's on the menu, which right. is why you pick the things that you like. And I think that, You know, we people have this concept and even like if you have friends that go and they say, oh, you've got to do this or you're going to love this. If you don't like it, you don't have to do it. Right. And that's what I think people that's where I think people because they hear Sarah tell me like, oh, my gosh, Elizabeth, you have to go. The teacups are the best. They're the best. Well, I've never been to Disney before. I don't know what that means. And then I get there and I see that the teacups are the swirling tomb of death and I'm going to throw up everywhere. I don't want to do that. Right. My husband tells the kids every time they've um, burnt down and we walk by and they're like, what? Wait, no, we have to do it. And he's like, no, they were burnt down because it's it's the worst. The teacups are the worst. (laughs) (laughs) Scott literally told my daughter we're going in two weeks for her birthday. And he was like, oh, mommy will definitely do the teacups with you. I was like, hmm. That's not happening. <laughs> but Especially right now, it's like 45 minutes to yeah, wait for the day. Yeah. But I, but that, I think that, and we will talk more about this with different episodes that we do, but, you know, kind of getting it in your head that you don't have to like everything. Right. You don't have to want to do everything and you can still have an experience that is great for you and your family. Um, that is, you know, ex- the experience is great from the cost effective to the efficiency of the trip itself yes. to your enjoyment on the trip. Yes. You will enjoy what you want to enjoy and it's okay if it's different than your friend's experience. Right. 
is absolutely fine. And so this podcast is going to be informative for people who have never been to Disney, people that go all the time, mm-hmm. and people that hate Disney, people that hate Disney, like my husband. Because it'll be funny. Yeah. Yeah. That's the other thing. Here's the thing. You can't say something's going to be funny and then it'd be funny. Except for me. I say it all the time. Yes. (laughs) I take another sip of this. Take another This this sugar-free drink. Oh, God. It got worse, I think. Wow. It's not as cold as it was. It's not as... No to self-drink with ice. Um, What was I going to say? You just... Oh, so Sarah... When Sarah approached me about this, she was like, I listen to podcasts all the time. Yes. And I'm like, I don't know what that means. And um, she's never heard of a podcast. I, listen, y'all, I live under a rock. I, um, but I, she was like, I, all of these podcasts are so intense, or the people are like extreme Disney people. They were ears. We are not ears wearers. We're not. And I don't it's care okay to be a, an ear wearer. It like, really is. Yes. Even like, as an adult. I, there's no judgment, but we're just not people like that. Yeah. And I feel like that needs to, now let me tell you something. Was my childhood dream to become a Disney princess? Yes. Absolutely. It's what would you have done? Ariel. A hundred percent. Ariel. Yes. Really? I Do don't have red hair. Every time I see Ariel and she's sitting up so nice and tall. Do you think and that her abs are real? Mine, I definitely think her mine abs don't are exist. Real. <laughs> um, she's sitting up so nice and tall and, but her, her legs are confined. Do you think you could have just sat like Those that? Those aren't her for, real legs. Those aren't She's like legs. sitting in a chair, and this is like a stop it. Yes, it's like a what's the I word? Was, Biomechanical? No, 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 not in the parade. I mean, when you go to meet Ariel, yeah, that's Ariel's just, grotto. That's not her. Those are not. Those are not her real she's legs. She's like sitting. She's standing. Yeah. Or like sitting in it. There's like, she's like, no, I don't know. They could have changed it. Okay. But like how she's in that rock. Yes. Okay. So she's like sitting in a chair. Right. And it's like built up, like go and look at her. It's like built up look around at a picture her. picture right now. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Because I figured for, you know, I figured for the. she could um, slip and fall. Like notice she could. Right. If so not. a parade. If not, they're like harnessed. In oh, there. My gosh. Okay, we're gonna look it up and we're gonna say something on the next podcast, whether or not. I've gotta I've gotta look that up because yeah. that's blowing my mind right now. Yeah. And be- find a character. If there's a character who wants to call in and tell us that, that'd be yes. great. Yes. I would love to talk to a cast member about that. Yes. You'll please. Yes. So that anyway, so we're not we are not like we do not wear Disney clothes. No. We um, wear mom clothes. Yeah. Not like mom jeans we wear athleisure yeah and that's because we're wrangling children the whole time mm-hmm. and yes we bring a stroller we do not wear high heels to disney we do but not wear high do. heels and that's fine that's fine lots of people are doing photo but i will tell you not, not to wear don't wear heels to disney do not that's do my that. suggestion yes. you will you will hate yourself the same way i pack for disney is the same way i pack for a mountain vacation. Mm-hmm. Okay. A mountain vacation in the summer. Here comes the Chacos, guys. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Listen. Chacos She brings are, her tent listen, and her hammock. The Chacos? This is a good thing. It's going to be wet <laughs> at Disney. Who wants their Ugh. sneakers wet? Okay, we no can talk about that. one does. We will... Okay. Yeah, we right. can talk about that. Yes. Because that... I... We will talk... That is a great... That's yes. another thing that we can talk about. Like, yes. attire at Disney. That's right. Because I also feel like... And I... You know, I feel like social media has misrepresented a lot of people. Moms, specifically. Oh, yeah. Because it's like... Like, every... Like, influencers are very extra. Yes. People probably think that we are extra by doing this podcast. Oh, but sure. I just want to say that, like... 
I don't know how to reiterate, like our normal level, like we are just average people. So we're looking forward to this. We're looking forward to sharing our um, mixed beverages. Hopefully um, next week's episode will feature a much different drink. Yes. Well, we're going to, we're, we're going to go around the world first. Right? Oh yes. We're going to go around so the world. So let's talk about that really fast and then we can begin the sign off process. Yes. Um, because so in Epcot back to the point of, you know, whatever. So Epcot has at the front of Epcot is like the big golf ball. Mm-hmm. And then which the ba- is not. So I took a friend one time, sorry to interrupt. I took a friend one time going to people who don't do Disney at all. Epcot is not just in the big golf ball. Yeah. My friend, sweet, sweet Catherine, I took her to food and wine and she said, I thought Epcot was just in that ball. And I was like, oh dear. No, it, <laughs> that is a, that is an attraction. And then we're going to go past all of this. And then there's a big loop of all these countries and it's going to be so much fun to walk around. So continue. So Epcot, um, Epcot is, the purpose of Epcot was to basically inform. That was the concept mm-hmm. behind it was to inform people of science and culture. And, um, and it is very cult. Disney is very good at being culturally they represent all of the cultures very authentically. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I feel like in today's cancel culture, whatever you want to call it, we get very intimidated by learning about another culture. Mm-hmm. But Disney really is like, no, this is, this is. We're going to celebrate. We're going to celebrate this. And we're, because you should never be ashamed of your culture or ashamed to ask about somebody else's culture. Um Which we can talk about that later. But, um so Epcot, so you get to the world and, um, when you get to the world, you can either go to the left, which takes you to Mexico, yes. or go to the right, which takes you to Canada. That's right. And we are starting in Mexico. So we're we are going Mexico. to the left. And we're <clears throat> not going to be those people who tell you there's a right way to start or a wrong way to start. There is a right way to start. You go to the left. Listen, you got to do you. Okay? You got to do you. Because sometimes... Yeah, you got to go to the left. <laughs> sometimes you got to go right because you got to fill up your popcorn mm-hmm. bucket of maple popcorn so you can have that snack to go around the world, okay? But then you got to go to Japan and get that snow cone. That's right. <laughs> okay, so we're starting left. Yes. We've got our margarita, so that means yes. for next week. I highly recommend if you're going to make a margarita at home or get one in Mexico at Epcot that you don't get the canned kind. Don't don't do that. Like it was good at first. But my opinion now right. is that it's not as good. It's not as good. But at Epcot, it's delicious because it's like in slushy, frozen yeah. frozen form. It's yeah. delicious. So next week, we will be in Norway, yeah. and we will see what kind of beverage Arendelle, we make. Arendelle, Sarah. Arendelle, I'm so sorry. Elsa and Anna would be. Listen. Yeah, we're really stuck on, I don't know, like, what? What are we going to make, like a Viking drink? There is something called Viking coffee. When I was looking it up, it's called Viking coffee. Is that so, like a brand or is that no. like how the Vikings drink <laughs> their coffee? I guess it is. If I had to guess, it would be extremely intense. It's very, it looked, the ingredients looked very intense. So okay. we will see if we can, if we can stomach that okay. for next week. Okay. But um, for now, this has been so much fun. Thanks I'm for excited. joining us in the Tiki Room. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.